Mabuhay! This is Garden Filipina, connecting Philippine gardens to the world. And I am Calvin, your host, a gardener, an artist, and anything under the sun. Welcome! For today's episode of Genus Experience, we're going to talk about Neuregelia. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly because some of the people I know pronounce it as Neuregelia or Neuregelia. But I don't know, but come on, let's go. Just for the record, I don't take care. I don't have a lot of Neuregelias anymore in my garden. But uh, before, it used to be like 50% of my plants in my garden. Uh, right now, I already stopped collecting Neuregelias. But I can say that I have a pretty, pretty good story to tell about Neuregelias. Uh, because I... One of the very first bromeliads that I uh, started during my during my high school years, and I remember the first plant that I have is Neoregelia osmered. At least that's the name that the seller is uh, that told me when I uh, first bought the plant. It came from uh, Tilitisha. It's the same gardener that I've discussed in the introduction. If you haven't listened to my introduction, you can go to the very, very first episode of this podcast. And Neurogelias are not uh, hard to grow. I mean, it's very easy for a beginner. If you're starting with bromeliads, Neurogelia is one of the best options that you can choose from. I think I started with uh, two. Two. One is uh, Neuregelia um, osmered, and the next one is Cruenta rubra. So we have a different uh, different size of an airplane. Uh, I mean, uh, of a bromeliad, Neuregelia, and um, Cruenta rubra, as I have before, is the one with uh, with very uh, thick spines on it that will turn into brown or uh, maroon color whenever it's in full sun but usually it does not turn that color if it is in, uh, in a medium light let's say and you can expose uh cruenta rubra in very very bright um all day sun i remember that my first garden before was like just let's say 20% shade so maybe most of my plant need to withstand taught me how to garden neurogelias or at least take care of propagate neurogelias is Ate Fe Lumabao of uh, Santa Maria she taught me how to take care of them actually most of my advanced knowledge at the time in neurogelias came from her so let me describe her garden at that time because um, obviously at this time uh, trends have changed so as people and um, she's not she's no longer taking care of a lot of bromeliads rather than she's taking care of more on a grafted bougainvilleas as of this moment so neurogelias before in her garden is like most of her garden like 80 percent of that was near gelias i imagine 14 years old kid going into a haven of bromeliads that's awesome and that's also the first time that i uh i have encountered jiwisarita uh kacharadon um in a lot of different uh varieties ninja um, whenever i saw them it's like heaven for me because that's the first time that i saw it and during my visit and stay in her garden it is also uh, the time that i met the insular that is my first contact to insular plants 
insular plants uh before they only have the uh freddy they have the madonna they also have the uh, freddy madonna and uh, morado and perfecta i remember those are my first nairagelias came from insular and um i must say that at that time it's quite cheap i remember purchasing it for only 150 pesos and that's already a mature growing plant but not that big that will almost flower because i want to enjoy them more further and i want to take him take care of them that's the time that i went uh that i know her and um and then I studied in uh, in the school and my college, and then uh, as I moved to La Trinidad Benguet, uh, they don't produce a lot of bromeliads there, a lot of nerigelias in uh, La Trinidad. So at that time, I bought some from her and um, put it in my dormitory, and then I I suggest I start to let know of the gardeners in Orchidarium that I have this plant. Maybe you can purchase it. And then they said, Yeah, sure. How much is it? And then at that time, I, I remember that I I sold it for 400 pesos per plant. Even if I just purchase it for 150. I know it's quite of a <laughs> profiteering, I guess, but that's that's uh, how i started with the plant so as i get uh, more uh, customers that time because i also get plants in my place uh whenever i'm back during my vacation days or weekends uh, i always purchase some neurogalias from her and i also uh have tried purchasing some neurogalias from them so here's my experience in uh taking care of uh high altitude Neurogelias, because here in the Philippines, you have uh, a very high altitude. You also have the very low altitude. So we have we are in the lower ones, and Baguio or La Trinidad is in the upper ones. So you will receive a lot of uh, sunlight there, and you will receive a cold weather because it's higher. And um, I I imagined uh, my land lunch lunch uh temperature in uh, latridad it's like 25 celsius well well we're here in pangasinan you will have you will only experience 25 degrees when it's january or december and you will experience it at night not even in the day so <laughs> there was like a different uh, different setting in a different um growing uh temperature growing um climate so in uh, in my experience in doing that there is no uh there is no difficulty because uh, i guess neurogelias can really adapt into different temperature range i guess and um the only problem that i have before is that they will stop growing i guess it's uh, uh it's my in my experience they will stop growing for a couple of months because i have experienced that all year like before i used to get uh plants from uh, latinidad because it's way too cheap plants there like grass you put it underground it will grow it will not stop growing so when it comes in your galias they uh they treat it as a as a pineapple so it's very easy and i also observe that looks of the plant from latinidad or um, from upper places here in the philippines will deceive you because some of the plant like the the the, the common cruenta rubra 
will color as much in Baguio. Like you will see them flashing maroon. You will see them flashing a very, very bright red instead of that orange-ish yellow color of leaves. So that's quite interesting. So um, I guess that's what you need to, uh, to expect. Uh, from the plant came from a higher altitude don't uh, need to be depressed because <laughs> for the people who bought uh, this is for the Filipinos by the way um, for the people who bought uh, plants from higher altitude place in the Philippines don't be depressed you're not the first person to experience that but just in case you experience that I just suggest for you to uh, grow them well and uh, when you have the time to put them in a higher sun or maybe in a better condition, maybe a colder one, put them there and they will give you and they will reward you a beautiful ray of colors. And when, it's com when it comes to flowering, I don't know, I don't have any uh, complaints about flowering because I'm not into flower of uh, Neurogelias because Whenever you have an Aragelias, what I do is don't wait for them to flower. Even though they are small, I'm gonna pinch it in the center. I will get a barbecue stick and poke it in, poke it in the center. That's what I do. <laughs> it's fun though. Though, on my very very first attempt, I killed Nirgelia Murado. Actually, that um, knowledge is uh, teach me taught me by Kuyamak. Uh, uh, Pagsulingan, uh, he taught me that uh, whenever you, you want to propagate Neurogelias or other type of bromeliads that is reset type, you just need to poke the center. Why is that? Is you're going to kill the the center of the plant so it won't grow anymore. So the plant will uh, will uh, set. No, no, no. Let's put it that way. If you poke the center of the plant, they thought that they will die. So, an instinct to a plant is reproduce, reproduce, and reproduce. So, if they cannot reproduce to productive, reproductive system, then they need to set a pop. So, whenever you uh, kill the, the app apex or the center of the bromeliads, they will give you some pops, provided that the condition is right. Because sometimes it will get rot because your barbecue stick or your stick is not clean so even though you're going to kill the plant you still need to clean your peripheralis again i am not an expert in your regalias or what this is just my own experience so if you want to learn more about near regalias um there is available youtube videos that i can suggest you so yeah that's my experience in propagation and uh when it comes to when it comes to air drying the plants before planting i don't do that what i do is um if you know a hollow blocks the hollow black blocks in the philippines is small and you can fit like three baby neuregelias inside of it or maybe an empty clay pot you can put this you can put the plant there and just leave it okay just put them in the shade and it will root so if you are asking if i if i air dry my neuregelias propagating it my answer is no put them in a pot put them in a shaded area that is also that also can be reached by the water that's it you don't need to baby them 
Okay, and that's my experience. And that is my practice in my garden. Another person that, that I can uh, mention to my podcast for today is Ma'am Bing Onari. Her name was actually Joan Onari, but here in our in our country, we call them Ma'am Bing because she's one of the hybridizers of Neorigelius here in the Philippines. By the way, Mambing is one of my favorite uh, hybridizer of Neorigelius. She is really a source of information. She taught me how to properly pollinate and emasculate a flower of Neorigelius. She also taught me how to propagate them and how to look for a plant that is a good stud, that is like a selection. She also uh, taught me how uh, is the thought process when it's creating uh, Neuregalia. So I do thank her for that because most of my advanced knowledge about Neuregalia's came from her. The second thing that I uh, observed and when it comes to packing my Neuregalia. So right now in my garden, most of my Neuregalias are just for shipping. We don't sell them in bulk anymore because what we do is we air dry them. That's the time we air dry the plant because you need to make sure that even the time is uh, will reach the customer will take some time. They need to withstand that. So I guess that's the most important part of uh, transporting the Aragelias from your place, uh, to your, from your garden to someone's garden. So take a note of that. Please, please, please always air dry them first before packing. So that's what I do. When it comes to uh, mother plants, um, I always keep them on a, on, a, on a shaded area because they are more susceptible to burnt and some actually there's no insects that will eat my neuregalias i haven't experienced i can ex i experience some uh locust or a grasshopper eating on the fresh leaves or the new leaves but not that problem i also experience some aphids in some mealy bugs in my uh, neuregalias uh, and that is uh, I will experience that more in the summer. That's uh, that's most of my experience in Neyer Regalias. And I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. And um, again, we just talk about the persons behind uh, my Neyer Regalia experience. I hope you know them. But if you know them, please give us a message or send us a message on our, on our Instagram or our Facebook. You can see us there. And um, we also talk about how I propagated them and what is my preference in uh, propagating them and what is my experience too in propagating Neyer Regalias. Hey, before ending the show, I want you near us and be our neighbor by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This is Calvin saying, garden the world. It's fun. Have a good one.